0: The Bible Study Podcast, episode 196. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Revelation with chapter 18. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. There are, in fact, only four more chapters to go in Revelation. Good news for those of you who are dying for it to be over. There are two more chapters of bad news, one chapter of Climax, and one chapter of denouement. Chapter 18 starts this way. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great. She has become a dwelling for demons, and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal, for all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries." Again, we talked last time about it's unclear exactly who Babylon the Great is here, although my suspicion is that we're probably talking about Rome, just because if you think about who this letter was written to originally, it was written to people who were under persecution from Rome, and we're going to dwell quite a lot on this judgment on this falling of Babylon the Great, who is unclean and detestable and drunk and filled with maddening wine and adultery. And that does describe, unfortunately, Rome, especially the Rome of this particular period, but also going forward, Rome will only get more and more corrupt, at least until the point at which Constantine decides he's just going to move the capital because he doesn't see any hope in changing the capital that is there in Rome. But again, I could be wrong. It's not clear exactly who Babylon is, but we're definitely talking about sin and punishment. We're definitely talking about judgment, and we're moving our way up to the last judgment, which will be three chapters from now. It'll be in chapter 20, which I say is the climax of this book. And continuing now a warning to escape Babylon's judgment. And that's why I say that this is about judgment, is this book then shows us the wages of sin. It shows us the ultimate penalty that this people, this society, this city pays to encourage us not to follow in those ways. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues, for her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Pour her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torment and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit enthroned as queen. I am not a widow. I will never mourn. Therefore in one day her plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire. For mighty is the Lord God who judges her. Now, one of the reasons why they we're looking at Babylon the Great here, and again, I'm believing that Babylon the Great is a synonym for some other people, nation, or city, and one of the reasons why that analogy is used for Babylon, if we think back to the fall of Babylon, where the king of Babylon goes and gets the golden implements from the temple which he has ransacked in Jerusalem, the first temple, Solomon's temple. And then starts drinking, basically, from the cup from the temple. And this hand appears and writes, and Daniel is brought in to interpret it. And it says, your kingdom has been weighed and found wanting. And this is the same sort of thing, getting paid back for what we have done, getting paid back for the luxuries, getting paid back for, with torment and grief, getting a double portion from her own cup. And there is a sense of pride in this people. I'm not a widow. I will never mourn. And and the opposite of that, obviously, is humility, and we are called to be humble. But this is a proud people, city, nation, that are being humbled by God and that are being paid back for what they have done. And we are encouraged not to follow her, not to follow in the ways of Babylon. And then we continue on with three woes. When the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe to you, great city, you mighty city of Babylon. In one hour your doom has come. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones, and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet cloth. every sort of citron wood, and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble, Cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh, and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and carriages, and human beings sold as slaves." Again, if this is to be a literal interpretation, there are very few kingdoms, there are very few nations that still practice slavery. Most of the Western nations outlawed slavery after the Napoleonic Wars in the and the Conference of Vienna in 1815. Obviously, the U.S. was later to that, as were places in South America, and still later places in the East or in Africa. But these days, it is not common at least not common in the same sort of open way. And so, this, so if we were to take this literally, that would probably place this as a historic place rather than a future place. But it, again, strictly speculation. And it depends on how literal this is intended to be taken. But all of these wonderful goods from these merchants, all of these goods that are generally associated with luxury – Purple, for instance, was a dye that was very expensive at the time, and so to wear purple was to be rich. And so all of these things, the spices and the bronze and the wood and the gold and the slaves, are generally symbols of luxury and of riches. And so as Babylon falls, all those who have traded with her are mourning the loss of this market, basically. This is just market economics at work here. They will say, The fruit you longed for is gone from you. All your luxury and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour such great wealth has been brought to ruin." Every sea captain and all who travel by ship the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off they will see the smoke of her burning they will exclaim was there ever a city like this great city they will throw dust on their heads with and with weeping and mourning cry out woe woe to you great city where all who had ships on the sea became rich rich. Through her wealth. In one hour she has been brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, you heavens, rejoice, you people of God, rejoice, apostles and prophets, for God has judged her with judgment she imposed on you. And so, unlike those who are trading with the city, unlike the sailors, and I would point out that that's yet another argument. This is probably not the literal Babylon that is a landlocked city. It does have a river that may be navigable, but you wouldn't be able to stand at sea and see Babylon. But the prophets and the apostles are rejoicing because this is a city that has persecuted you. This is a city that is receiving in judgment what it has given out to the people of God. And then finally, the finality of Babylon's doom. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said, with such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, pipers and trumpeteers will never be heard in you again. No worker of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of a bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and of God's holy people, Of all who had been slaughtered on the earth. We get the repetition here of all the things that will end. All of the trade, all of the lighting of lamps, all of the voices of bridegrooms, all of the harpists, all the music, that Babylon's days, whoever this may be, are done. And again, we're wrapping up here. And then finally, we get in Revelation 19 three hallelujahs. Over Babylon's fall. So we had three woes here in chapter 18, all of those who had relied on Babylon for business, for wealth, for making of their money. And now we get those who don't regret the passing of this great people, nation, or city. After this, I heard what sounded like a roar of a great multitude in heaven shouting, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who corrupted the earth by her adulteries. He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. And again they shouted, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. The twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who was seated on the throne, and they cried, Amen! Amen, hallelujah. Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, both great and small. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters, and like loud peals of thunder, shouting, Hallelujah. For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. And so, we get the people of God who are glad to see justice finally done. Remember early in Revelation when the throne of God was moved aside and we saw beneath it all of those who had been martyred for their faith, who cried out, How long, O Lord? How long will you wait? How long will you wait in, until justice is done? And these are the people now who are crying out, Hallelujah, justice has finally come. And it sounds a little bloodthirsty, and I encourage you not to think of this re- as revenge, but as justice. God's justice has been delayed. And God has purposely delayed his justice, as he said again in that parable of the wheat and the tares, so as to give time for the harvest. And so now at last, the wheat and the tares are being separated, and the tares are being burned with fire. Now at last, All of the crimes of this city, of this people, of this nation, of Babylon, are being repaid. All that this city has done against the people of God is being settled up. Then the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, These are the true words of God. At this I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said, Don't do that. I'm a fellow servant with you and with your brothers and sisters who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for it is the spirit of prophecy who bears testimony to Jesus. And so John is encouraged to write these words down and also encouraged not to worship the messenger, but instead to worship God. And with that, we're actually going to end here in the middle of chapter 19. We'll continue on with chapter 19 and 20 next week. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. If you have any ideas for what we should do next, I'd be interested in hearing that. It will probably be something much more straightforward. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2X. As always, thanks so much for listening.